Welcome to Deadly Departed. The do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication. This show discusses all aspects of afterlife communication, grief and grieving, the paranormal, and of course, parapsychology. There's real stories, scientific discussion, and most of all, real learning from paranormal experts and researchers. Here's your host, author of Deadly Departed, renowned evidential medium and spirit interventionist, Jock Brokus. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Deadly Departed. Uh, I want to jump into this episode, carrying on from what we talked about in the last video, because I've had some other questions that have come in uh, about that in regards to why I don't support online training or online training mediums and this has been in regards to uh, people who have taken these courses and have gone out and set up businesses and uh, you know where problems actually may lie in that and so again this is just going to be my perspective my opinion but when we come right back uh, we're going to talk about that, we're going to answer those questions, I'm going to give you some examples of, of people who have approached me and also uh, people who have given me permission to actually utilise their names in regards to problems they've had encountered with unprofessional uh, mediums and mediumship. So when we come right back, we're going to jump right into it. God bless. Okay guys, uh, welcome back. So, as, as I said, we're going to jump into this this aspect of it. And, and this is, we're going to talk about the, the reality of people who think they are ready to go out and do mediumship as a living, whilst they haven't actually tried to develop themselves over a number of years, have taken a few courses and then decide that is it. I want to kind of just put this caveat out there. Look, look I, I'm not judging anyone in any way for what they decide to do or what they aspire to do. And I'm not judging any teacher for how you want to teach things. But what I'm saying is, is for the general public, there, there needs to be some understanding of what really good mediumship is and what to expect and and I, I want to kind of lead off with a story from a lady who I spoke to um, and I hope I'm going to say her name and she'll jump in if I don't get this right, Nadina, Nadina or Nadine, I think it's Nadina, I had a lovely conversation with her, she's one among many people who have contacted me and she actually said to me at one point that she's actually so broken that she could never go to a psychic medium again. She should never have a reading because she was suffering from grief from the loss of a loved one. And I'm not going to go right into the whole story, but, you know, thank you, Nadina, if you're listening to this, you know, sharing the information with me. She had someone that came in and said, your grandmother's with you and your grandmother loves you. And that was it. And there was no kind of evidence. And it's all very general. And when someone is grieving like that, they can be so distraught with their grief that they can hold on to anything, any little thing that you tell them that you might be intuitive or you, you, you're mediumistic, anything that you tell them, they will take on board because they're suffering. 
And you've got to understand that. It's, it's not about you making yourself look good by giving a message. And nine times out of ten, you're not communicating with spirit that you think you're communicating with. So she, we were talking and she told me the whole situation and it really was down to you know not understanding the realities of mediumship and the medium who was claiming to be medium clearly wasn't. And, you know, like I said in the last video, professional mediums or mediums who have developed over a long period of time can teach anybody to communicate on the other side, can teach anybody to recognize the signs. It doesn't make you a medium. And here's the most important thing. It's not about the connectivity with spirit. It's not about the information that you get. It's how you present that information and how you understand that person's journey in grief and how one word that you say in the wrong manner can throw that person into even deeper grief. Like Mary, a person who came to me from Florida who was absolutely distraught at spending nearly 600 or even more dollars for a reading when there was no real evidence there at all. And the evidence is very generalized. Uh, yeah, I have your loved one. Or who do you want to speak to? I've seen well-known mediums that are out there, you know, famous. That Who do you want to speak to? That's, that's not right. Because, you know, you're then making a psychic link, a psychic connection, and you're starting to lead, read that, that aura. And some of the information that you'll get is not in connection with spirit. And so I've seen a lot of these people who have been on courses and I, I want to refer, I'm not going to mention any names or things because I, I, I wouldn't do that. I, I don't want to take that away. But I want to give you enough information so that you realize I've seen people on social media platforms that have said I'm doing live readings and there is very little evidence that comes through. Or someone will come and say, can you tell me if my, my mother is with me? And anybody can turn around and say, yes, your mother's with you and they love you and they come to you in your dreams and... That's all very general. That's not giving them evidence and nobody in the public should accept that as evidence. I have a saying, you know, I, I actually have in, in my book, you know, shameless plug in my book. In this book, I have a section all about how to understand what the difference is between a psychic and a medium, how to understand, this is in one of the last chapters, 49 or 50, and how to understand uh, the responsibilities in mediumship. And that's very good, not just for professional mediums or for people that are developing, but for people who are going through grieving. Whilst the book has a very serious element to it, there's a lot in there that will help people grieving to understand the process of mediumship and to understand things at a deeper level. Because, so for instance, you know, that you know, just make, I'll jump back to Mary. So Mary had, had gone and paid an awful lot of money to go and see a medium who was given no evidence at all. And it was all very generalized. You know, your parents are with you and they love you and uh, they've been around your family and all very general stuff, but when you're really grieving, sometimes that can be just enough to make you feel good. And that's not really right, because it gives you a false sense of security when it really comes to your deeper grief and trying to understand your loved ones or from an abandonment perspective or when you're going through your emotions and grief. You really need to understand the mechanics of, of what you're looking for. They need to give you evidence. That, that medium should be able to give you evidence of things that you have to go and check or evidence that, that they've been around you recently and that nobody can that, that would know. It's very personal. And one of the things that I say, and I think I've mentioned it in my book, is that
failure and one man's failure is another man's evidence and it's true or a woman's evidence but there's a there is a very big difference in evidential mediumship and evidential mediumship is not general mediumship evidential mediumship is given good clear hard facts of personal evidence that only you would know or only your family would know or only your colleagues would know that you had to double check on getting a no from someone who's having a, having a sitting with a, a medium and the medium getting a no is not a bad thing it's actually a good thing because if you really are connected with spirit and you know it's right then you know that they're going to find that and place that at some point and evidence such as names, dates, times, places, where they were, what you did, what your maybe the favourite food that you loved that you maybe cooked in their name the other day, or words that were spoken, or certain little things, little nuances that don't mean anything to anybody else, but mean really something to you. And it can't be generalised, okay? Um, so here is the issue. You have people and, and, and mediums out there that are running a lot of online courses. As I said, I think that there's a monetary business element to it, not so much a vocation. And then what happens is, is people jump onto these courses, get a few hits with a few things and instantly think they're mediums. And I will give a case in point. I seen recently a young lady, very young, who had said she had just done her, and I think I mentioned in the last videos, just had finished her mediumship course and was setting up her spiritual business and then was teaching an eight-week advanced evidential mediumship course. And I just don't know how that can possibly work. Because here is the thing. I've also seen people in social media giving sittings to people who are grieving and there is no evidence there that really will hit those people in their hearts and their soul to know that their loved ones is there. And it becomes farcical, okay? Because then what happens is that person can then feel a deeper sense of loss if, if something that actually comes up that's not right or something that comes up where they question what it is they've been told or something comes up where you're giving them a false sense of security, telling them that this is happening and that's happening, or they, this is their feelings, and then they feel abandoned and they feel more lost and they feel that they're they're not getting out of their grief. It's going deeper and, and it's getting worse. And that's all because of you, the medium, who hasn't developed to be able to decipher, discern message and how you put it across. And let, let me give you an example. A woman who is deeply grieving her son could come to you in desperation and, and she's having a sitting and you know that she's suffering. She's suffering from that grief and you could start to feel spirit and you know you've been on a couple of courses and you've done quite well you know you've, you've maybe mentored with a medium and they've given you a certificate or anything else but then that message comes through and in your ego or in your feeling you, you think nothing of it to turn around and say, your son's not happy with you because you're not looking after you, even though you've just given them some really good evidence that your son's not happy with you, you're not looking after yourself, you're not eating and you're not sleeping and you know he's laughing at you doing such and such and just, just that moving on to then say you know he was around you or giving some other evidence, she then totally disregards what she's heard on the latter end and on the front end and all she can hear is my son is not happy with me because I'm not looking after myself. What you have just done is you have just thrown that poor person into a deeper level of suffering. The way that you deliver 
you might say something like, you know, I've I've got your son here and, and given evidence on the front, you know, give him more evidence saying, and he's wanting you to look after yourself a little bit, you know, he wants to help you and he's there, he's encouraging you and, you know, he was with you the other day when da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da and maybe he was laughing at you eating that donut and thinks, hey, ma'am, you know, maybe you should put the donut down. You need to be able to deliver it in a way that it doesn't hurt. The words that you choose have to be discerned from the message that you're receiving from the other side. One word wrong that you deliver can cause them major suffering. And this is why one of the reasons that I don't teach online stuff is because, like I said in the last video, is I want to be with students. I want to be in that element. I want to see and feel and hear spirit. And I want them to see and feel and hear spirit and discern the difference in the energies. I want them to learn over a period of time how to work within a circle. I want them to learn how to deliver a message. I want them to learn how to stand on platform and deliver a message. I, I want them to learn all these things. And it doesn't come over two weekend courses or even six weeks courses. It comes over years and years of development in the circle and in the church or in a professional center underneath the tutelage of someone who's got years and years and years of experience. I would caution you people that are out there that are just going on some courses online because you've had a few intuitive hits or you've got some information. That is not enough to make you a professional medium. That is not enough for you to really help someone through in their suffering. You need to go deeper into the mechanics of the mediumship. You need to work on yourself as a professional first, your spiritual development, how you interact with people, how you're, vi you're constantly working to raise your vibration, how you think, your thought processes, how you conduct yourself. That's important anyway in, in responsibility in mediumship. It is not about you. The medium. It is never about you, the medium. It's about the connection from spirit, through spirit, to spirit, from spirit and to the spirit that's sitting there, to the individual who is suffering, who wants to hear from their loved ones. And how you distill that message or how you discern that message takes a great deal of development and practice and making wrong judgments as you're developing and learning from it and moving on. Don't just do a couple of courses and put yourself out there to set up a spiritual business. Mary, who was distraught and spent a lot of money on her mediumship sitting and, and actually said to me, her words were, I left there feeling more in grief than I had ever felt in any of my life because it just wasn't a good experience. Or Nadina, who was told that our grandmother was around and no other evidence, just that your grandmother's around. That in itself is hurtful enough because there's nothing there to prove it. She doesn't know if her grandmother was around her. She's got no idea. She's just got to just accept it from that person that her grandmother was around and feel good about it. It would have been different if she'd have said, your grandmother was around you and was with you the other day, X, Y, Z, and she's given me this information. She's given me that information to validate for you. That person would feel, okay, wow, I, I need to maybe go and check that. Or, yeah, that I can feel that. that. I can feel that in me. And I really believe that my grandmother was around me. And there's been, you know, many times 
where I've had people that have said I've been approached by a medium on the street or who says they're a medium and they've got a message to give me and give me a little snippet of general information and then ask me to come and pay for a, a professional reading with them. That is not professional and that is not real mediumship. Mediumship is, I, I like to think of it as a sacrament, a divine sacrament. It's a vacation. It's not a job. I said it in the last one. So understand a little bit about um, the difference between evidential mediumship and, and the real connection to spirit. And for those of you who are grieving, I, you know, there's videos on here on this channel that I teach on how to recognize signs from the other side and how to communicate. I have a, a meditation on my site that might help you to, to, med, you know, to, to communicate with your, others, your, your uh, loved ones on the other side. And it is not about, let spirit choose the medium for you. Um, you'll know when it's the right person. Don't be so desperate to just jump in and go have a reading with someone who says they're a medium verify that they're a medium find out you know talk to others that have had readings with them sittings with them um get their history you know there's 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 professionals out there that are very good there's a lot of really good mediums out there that are there to help people and not just run a business they're there to help people who are suffering and, and those are the people that you want to kind of put your, your trust in. So don't be too ready and too hasty just to jump in and have a reading. Don't be one of the statistics like Nadine, Nadina or Mary or other people that, that, that have approached me. Rose in Scotland who um, was actually told that she had a curse on her and, and needed to, to get it lifted. Or another medium who... Um, his, that I, I will not mention names, but have, is asked who they want to speak to or, you know, unprofessional standards that they have. Uh, you'll know in your heart when it's the right time to see a medium. And you'll know in your heart when it is right for you. And no medium should charge you for a service if you don't feel that you've connected with spirit on the other side. I know that I never do. If I give a sitting to someone and if I ever... I can't make any connection or anything, then I would immediately return anything that I'd been given. It's very rare that that's ever happened. Um, but you want to try and go to mediums who have developed over a long period of time, who have trained with with other uh, tutors that, that have got good pedigrees and that are not just taking an online course. So... Be diligent and, you know, if you want to learn more, then, you know, you can get it in Deadly Departed. You don't need to be a professional medium to read it. I've had many people who are grieving read it and and, and thank me for the information because it's helped them. Um, and, of course, you know, you don't need to be a paranormal investigator for it or anything like that. But just understand the difference. Understand the difference in real mediumship. And, and, and I hope that's answered the question of people that, are, that have said, you know, how do I know? And, and how, you know, how do I uh, reach out? You know, you can reach out to a real medium. You can go to Afterlife Connect. You can go to, there's many different places. There's the Arthur Findlay College in, in, in the UK, which is well known. There's churches all over in the UK and Europe and also there's there's a number of churches here in, in the US and there are people that have got pro professional pedigrees so just be very careful what you do and don't just jump into the social media thing I'm doing live readings and those live readings that I see and those people who are 
um, that are claiming that they're connecting with spirit, please, it, it is not a night, you, you know, you could be throwing someone who's really grieving into a false sense of security and putting them into uh, deeper grief. So if you really want to do, devote your life to mediumship, then develop over years, not weekends, develop continually and just not on an online course. And if you've got any questions or if you've had any bad experiences, then let, let us know. Let us know what your experience has been and, and, and why it's put you off. Uh, again, I'm not putting anybody down. This is me answering a question of people that have asked, how do they know and that have had bad experiences? And this is the kind of thing that you're looking for. So God bless, ladies and gentlemen. I'll speak to you soon in the next video. And if you haven't subscribed, then please do so and ask any questions that you want to learn. I'm happy to share my knowledge. God bless. You've been listening to Deadly Departed with renowned evidential medium and author Jock Brokas. Jock Brokas. If you like what you've heard, make sure to pick up a copy of the Deadly Departed book. Don't forget to share the episodes and send in your questions to us about anything paranormal and the afterlife. Tune in next time to Deadly Departed, the do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication.